ready to pay your dues. Oh God, come back home. This crazy world is paralyzed and abusers need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now. Whether I'm looking for him or not, 
That's where I find God. From a bar stool to that living room. Sunday morning in a church pew in a dancing or an A-field. And it stayed back to Nashville. Chevrolet with a winter style. Being held to ride around talking. And I do that a lot. Yeah, I do that a lot. That's where we find God. Well, hello, Patriots, Freedom Fighters throughout Saskatchewan, across the country, and around the world. Good to see you. Make sure you guys share this out. Bust through the shadow banning. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i shadow banned <coughs> throughout all of my platforms on Facebook um, for, for, I don't know, uh, looks like probably another 10 days uh, till the 20th. I got a 20-day, you're a bad boy, we're restricting you. So if you guys share this out and bust through that, that'd be great. Appreciate it. We're also streaming to YouTube and to Twitch and to DLive. Uh, no Rumble or Odyssey. I'll upload the show after we're done to those two platforms. Uh, everyone hears me okay, it looks like. Nobody's screaming at me saying they can't hear me. Hello, Dorothy. Hello, Guy. Or is it Guy? Uh, I'm not sure where my friend Guto is. It looks like he's having trouble. Oh, of course. Guto. Guto, Guto. Sorry, guys, give me a minute. I'm just uh, helping Gudo fix his issues here. So uh, Gudo reached out to me a while ago. Gudo is my good friend who lives in Saskatoon. He ran for the PPC. <coughs> but he's also from Brazil. And there's some interesting happenings going on down in Brazil. Uh, they had a fraudulent election and Guto's going to join us hopefully at some point here, uh, and talk about it and tell us what's going on. Sorry, I 
I'm just working my way, working my, his way through this here. I told him, come into the studio before, but he was busy. Yeah, good, those good people. Hello, Cheryl from Prince George. I used to live in Prince George. Uh, I wanted to share that song, um, Where I Find God, because uh, I just, I absolutely love it. It's it's one of the best songs ever. Uh, every so often I come across a song like that where it's like, yeah, that I get that one. That one's really awesome. And this one does it for me. So I wanted to share it because um, it's good. And we need more songs like that. This guy, Larry Fleet, he's uh, he's very good. He's got a lot of cool songs. And he's not afraid to talk about his faith, which I like. More people need to be a little bit more open about their faith, especially, especially in politics. Because, you know, they say you're not supposed to talk about religion in politics. But I think we need more of it in politics. It is a great song. Hundred percent, Larry. Bang on, brother. Amen. Love it. Yeah, struggle Jennings is good too. Absolutely. All right, let's check in on Guto, see what's happening. All right, he says two minutes. I don't believe him. But I can always talk. We all know that. So I just got to uh, save this. All right. And let's bring that up over here. All right. So... Brazilian military <laughs> begin executing Lula da Silva officials as Bolsonaro declared real president of Brazil. Um, so I'm not sure if they're actually executing people. Uh, I, I read it as if that's what's happening, but maybe Guto can straighten that out for us when he gets here. Hopefully that'll be soon. Of course, he's struggling because he has a Mac. And somehow Macs don't like this sort of thing. Yeah, so what's new with all of you folks? Dorothy Leather, Leather Barrow. Mr. Friesen, my purpose in writing to you is I really need your help. I'm having serious difficulty coping with the chemtrails that are being sprayed around my home. And <coughs> it's causing me to have... I'm not sure what it's causing you to have. I'll wait for the serious breathing problems. Yeah, I'm not sure what to tell you. Uh, we're all seeing it. We're all experiencing it. You know, it's funny. I have friends who think I'm crazy because I talk about all of the spraying they're doing. Even though I show them article after article after article of weather modification and the treaty between the U.S. and Canada in regards to weather modification and and spraying and <coughs> the CBC article, <clears throat> the CBC article in regards to 
uh, cloud seeding and all this stuff. They're doing it. But it's just, you know, it's just like everything else. If it goes against somebody's perception, their worldview, they 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 ha- they won't accept it. They can't accept it. It's it's almost as if they don't believe in evil. And they don't believe that evil exists, which is amazing to me because evil does exist. It's very real. And so I don't know what to tell you. Um, it is what it is. And I, I can't tell you that, you know, what it is they're using. I have no idea, but everybody knows it's happening. Yeah. I think there'll be a spring election. I see Gudo's made it to the backstage there. So I'm going to bring him on here shortly. But, uh, do you think I, you know what? I, I, I think to be honest with you, I think this is a conservative ploy to raise money. They do it all the time. And the only article that's been able to, quote unquote, verify any of this is Sun News Network, Toronto Sun, who is, you know, in all intents and purposes, uh, journalism for the Conservative Party. I haven't seen it anywhere else. So my guess is that conservatives are doing it to raise money. Because at the end of the day, Trudeau doesn't need an election. They're behind in the polls. It's probably the worst time for them to call an election. So I don't, nobody's been able to give me a, an argument that, that works, that suggests that, yes, it's probably going to happen. Um, I just don't see it. As I said, the liberals are behind in the polls. I believe Trudeau is unelectable. I believe the liberal party knows that he's unelectable. I believe what's going to happen somewhere down the road is he's going to resign. I think his party is they're going to give the perception that his party has forced them to resign. And that'll make room for a liberal convention to give them lots of attention and most likely, I would say, uh, choose Mark Carney to lead to lead him into the next election. That's what that's what I see happening. Now, the opposite could be true. I mean, <clears throat> let's face it: the Conservative Party is the same as the Liberal Party, just as globalist. So maybe it is the right time for Trudeau, even though they're behind in the polls, to call the election and pass the baton, you know, to the next globalist party the CPC Uh, could be it. But then we also have to consider there's probably some fraudulent activity happening. Now we don't use uh, electronic voting machines, Dominion in federal elections, but that doesn't mean there isn't fraud taking place or fraud happening. Yes, Peggy, that's the reality. I I, I really think that's the direction. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's sort of what I see. Uh, anyways, on to the topic of the evening with our resident expert on all things Brazil, our good friend from right down the street here in Saskatoon, Guto Penteado. 
Thank you for the nice words, my friend. I'm not. How are you? Good to I'm see. A, it's been it's been too long, my friend. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not an expert about Brazil. I'm just well, like a Brazilian, you know. You're I, the closest tell you, thing we have to an expert. So yeah, I can I can tell you what's going on there, but I'm, I'm not an expert because nowadays Brazil is like a box of chocolates. You <laughs> never know what it's gonna get, you know. Yeah. It so, could happen tomorrow or in. 20 days. Right. So, Gudo, there was an election a little while back. Yeah. Tell us what happened. Okay. Uh, let, let me start from the beginning then. Yes, please do. Uh, I left Brazil. I, I'm a Brazilian Canadian. I'm a Canadian citizen and a Brazilian citizen. I, I left Brazil in 2002. Uh, one of the reasons I left Brazil was when Lula the uh, Labour Party leader uh, took power in Brazil. That was one of the reasons I left Brazil 20 years ago, 2002. He had that's, two, that's the name of the party? Yeah, the name of the party is PT. It's Partido dos Trabalhadores, which means Labour Party, okay. okay, Workers' Party. Yeah. So, communists. They have, yeah, communist and socialist agenda all the way. So I, I left Brazil in 2002, and one of the reasons I, I did was because of him taking power in Brazil. Sure. So he, he, he was there for two mandates, so eight years as a president, until, so it was until 2009. After a few years, uh, before, before, after 2009, he elected uh, one of his ministers, the same the same party but he was in charge too and after a few years there was an operation called a car wash in brazil and they they sent to jail lots of big shots in brazil lots of government officials and there was the biggest uh corruption scandal in the world billions and billions and billions of dollars including mm -hmm. petrobras yep. so lula went to jail with these guys uh, lots of guys, maybe almost a hundred guys went to jail. Sure. And uh, and Lula went to jail and got a sentence uh, for almost 26 years in jail. And uh, uh, the problem is that's where everything started. When he was in the government uh, for those eight years and, and after his successor was in the government, they nominate lots of Supreme Court judges. So Naturally. these Supreme Court judges are not uh, judges or anything. They are just activists. They are uh, left-wing activists. And, and the main guy, the, 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 the president of the court, or I don't know how you say it, is the minister of the court, uh, never been a judge before not even a regular judge and he's there and he is the guy who is doing everything against brazil uh so yeah, lula went familiar. to jail so lula went to jail uh for 26 years uh 19 judges 19 judges in three different uh uh instances federal instance he was condemned to 26 years so then it comes back who nominate them 
right? Who nominate these judges? So they just uh, void, they void uh, his con condemnation, you know, uh, and took him out of jail. That happens in 2019. So he didn't, he didn't, uh, he wasn't in jail for even two years and he was, he was uh, condemned for 26 years. So they, they just void the entire process of all courts uh, and, 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 and let him go. Uh, why? Because in that time, Bolsonaro was in power and like Trump, he got all the, the media and everything against him, right? And so they started that plan a while back ago and Bolsonaro started in his first year. So Lula was released from jail. Like in a, in a, in a, you cannot imagine how, how it happened, but, uh, yes, exactly. And then, uh, he, he was released and now he went to, to the elections. He went to the elections and going back a little bit, uh, when Bolsonaro was in power in the second year, uh, he, he, put a project in the Congress to have the, the electronic machines, electronic ballots to be auditable. Uh, how do you say that? To be, uh, I forgot the word. Uh, so you can, you can uh, certify if the election is clean and everything. So he, he suggests and put it in a, pro a project in the Congress to have uh, printed voted printed vote. So you, you, you use the electronic machines. We, the part of that is good about the electronic machines is the, uh, how fast it is to have the results. That's that's good. But the all, all the other parts are bad. So what he was suggesting is you have the electronic vote, but once you type uh, your name, the vote is going to go printing. And there is a, a plastic a glass, like a hard glass, and your vote is that it goes inside. So then you can compare the voting in the electronic system to the printed paper. But the Congress didn't approve that. Why? So I never seen a Supreme Court doing lobbies in the Congress. So judges of the Supreme Court went to the Congress doing lobbies to not approve that thing. So that will be the end of any doubts or anything, but they didn't want to do this. So that's why we strongly believe that these elections were frauded. And uh, most of the machines in Brazil, 60 or 65% are before 2020. And the only machines that you can certify if they're running clean is after 2020. And 60% of these machines are not clear, so you right. cannot. So what happened? Uh, the military send, uh, sent uh, to the Supreme Court. Uh, well, it's not the Supreme Court. There is a Supreme Court, and there is like a, an arm of the Supreme Court, which is called the Supreme Electoral Court. And who presides this court is the same judge who presides the Supreme Court. Mm. You know what I mean? So the army sent 
uh, uh, report. The party of President Bolsonaro sent a report, both of them uh, saying that the elections could be frauded and pointing all the evidence, all the evidence. And the army asked for immediate release of the source code of the machines. Right. But what? But the Supreme Court just ignored them. They didn't even answer anything. So the army forces are waiting for the source code. If it wasn't uh, a fraud or anything like that, why you're denying the access to the source code? So then you could say, oh, Lula da Silva was elected clean. Yeah, you know, but sure. they don't they don't uh, they don't allow the access. So Lula da Silva, uh, the Labour Party leader, wasn't elected by vote. He was put there by the system, you know. And uh, one thing maybe uh, your audience is asking, what Brazil has to do with any of this? Uh, Brazil has a lot to do with that. For those who, doesn't know, who don't know, Brazil is the fifth largest country in the world. It would be the fourth uh, uh, instead of the U.S. because of Alaska. Because in, in continuous land, Brazil is bigger than the United States. It's a huge country. Uh, one meal in four plates around the world comes from Brazil. So mm-hmm. Brazil has a very huge AG business. Well, and, it's also one of the most populated countries too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Brazil is, is liked by everyone, like Canada. Brazil, everybody loves Canada. They don't know what's going on here, but and they don't know what's going on in Brazil, but they, they're both loved. Okay, I'm not a big talker. Start to ask questions. Well, so I want to ask you about this uh, headline. Uh, Brazilian military begin executing Lula da Silva officials as Bolsonaro declared real president of Brazil. So are they literally executing officials from that party? Is that, uh, is that how I'm supposed to read that? It is. It is. It is happening. Happening behind the scenes, but nothing is official. You know, nothing is official. <laughs> right. uh, and the president was silenced, silent, silent uh, for almost forty days after he supposedly lost the elections. Yeah. Uh, and yesterday in the afternoon. He ignored the press and he went to talk to the people. There are movements like uh, in Brazil, like millions and millions of people, uh, especially in the capital of Brazil, Brasilia, Sao Paulo and Rio. Millions of people in small cities, hundreds of people, other medium cities, thousands of people, etc. And they are there for 40 days, uh, including my sister and my brother-in-law. They are in Brasilia, the capital of Brazil, for 40, over 40 days. They are camping in tents, like with the protesters. They left their business, their jobs to do that. And they are doing that for uh, over 40 days. Asking, do they have a convoy? No, uh, they, they, had, they, they had a convoy uh, to block roads some time mm. ago. I saw, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and the president that was in the beginning uh, when the when when Lula was supposedly elected and the president 
uh, to not make the same mistake as Trump did. He asked the truckers to unblock roads and only pacif uh, pacific protests. So the people obeyed him and, and start just protesting pacifically. And that's what they are doing. But one thing, the, me um, the media in Brazil or in, around the world, they never showed one person, one person of, of this protest. Never, never. There are millions of people's, people on the streets and they never, the only mention they do is uh, Supreme Court is going to put in prison or censor people who are protesting uh, anti-democratic protests. That's the only thing. They don't show the masses or the people on the streets. Well, no. And so the interesting thing is when you contacted me to give me shit for not talking about Brazil, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you made a good point that it's it's this is part of the bigger picture. This is part of the globalist agenda. And of course, you know, they want <laughs> they want these globalist parties running, especially a nation like Brazil. Um So they'll they'll stop at nothing to make sure that the leaders are, that are leading these countries are in fact pro globalism and pro globalist agenda. So yes, it's. But what a wonderful thing to see, where a military is actually taking it upon themselves to ensure that the election is done properly. And it's not fraudulent, and and that in the end of the day, uh, you know, Bolsonaro is going to lead lead that country again. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, when you said about globalism, it's a very good point because uh, Brazil. Just a second. Brazil is the last. Uh, for all Canadians that are, are uh, listening to this or watching this, uh, the U.S. with Trump was the last resort, the last stand for the, uh, democracy, conservatives, conservatism against globalism. There was yes. the U.S. with Trump. Yes. Now all we got left is Brazil. Brazil is the last well, stand. I mean, there's BRICS, and of course, Brazil plays a, a pretty big role in BRICS. <clears throat> and it seems as though, you know, the countries involved in BRICS are are sort of acting as, you know, the opposition to the globalist agenda. Um, a lot of them don't want any part of it. A lot of them want to maintain their national sovereignty, which is why they formed BRICS. And, mm -hmm. and so... Uh, but Brazil plays a, a pretty big role in that. So, especially uh, in the Americas, especially in yes, the Americas, 100%. because mm. uh, almost all of the countries in South America are are socialist dictatorships or just socialists. And you you saw what is going on in Peru, and I think Nicaragua. I don't remember what country. So they are taking down, and Argentina as well, the, the protests are massive and they're taking down those leftist governments. They are, are they? Uh, yeah, and because they are seeing the example from Brazil in, in the local area in South America, sure. you know? Sure. So uh, it is a good thing for Canadians or Americans to cheer for Brazil because it's a big country. It's not like Peru or Chile or a small country in, in 
in Asia or anything. It's a big country that produces a lot, feeds the world, mm. and the world depends on Brazil and right. depends on its government. Right. Somebody in the chat asked, what's, what is BRICS? BRICS is Brazil, Russia, uh, India, China, South America, adding Argentina now, adding Saudi Arabia, uh, and a number of other countries uh, are joining this this group. So uh, that's that's correct. For yeah, I, 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 I knew that. I know you're explaining to your audience. And so BRICS are like the, the new develop, uh, developed countries there are, are, what do you say, are surging or are uprising uh, in the economy. I, I understand that. And one of the countries you mentioned is Russia. Mm. Uh, I I hate that son of a bitch. Sorry, pardon my French. Uh, uh, Putin uh, from Russia, but I have to admit that he is a nationalist, a patriot, and yes. he is against globalism. Yes, and he's going to do what's best for his nation. And he is also an ally of uh, President Bolsonaro in Brazil. So. Uh, I I really don't don't admire or don't agree with his methods of mm. being the government, right. but I agree with his final objective. You know, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Somebody mentioned here, so so <laughs> BRICS is a good thing. <coughs> I'm I'm not convinced that it's a good thing for Western nations. I think Western nations have put themselves in such a dire position on the global stage with all of this globalism, with all of this climate change, hocus pocus, and all of this wokeism. It's all part and parcel. So I think we're in a very precarious position, uh, especially when you see the most populated countries on the planet, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South America, or South Africa, and and Saudi Arabia and Argentina and uh, I I think uh, it's don't even include Argentina there because Argentina is broken and uh, the socialist government already uh, destroy Argentina and and they are very very close very soon to be a, a new Venezuela <coughs> and, and uh, just to to complement your your uh, conversation about BRICS. Uh, BRICS is B R E C and then S. I see. Like, yeah, it's, it's like B for Brazil, R for Russia, I for India, and C for China, and S no. for South Africa. Oh, S for bullshit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, does it is it necessarily a good thing? Well, I guess it sort of depends. Hopefully it puts enough pressure on Western nations and Western governments that they get their act in order and they see the writing on the wall that, that BRICS is putting up. <coughs> uh, th that's the power of influence, I think. So if we want to call it a good thing, that would be maybe the benefit. But if it's left to just do what it does, uh, I think it spells disaster for Western civilization, to be honest with you. Uh, let me say something. Let's go back to Brazil again. Yep. One thing I didn't mention. Remember when I said Brazil is like a box of chocolates, eh? Uh, we don't know. Uh, 
I receive and uh, like WhatsApp and, and Messenger and Telegram, lots, hundreds and hundreds of videos in different locations of Brazil, especially mm. on the borders of Brazil. Military movement, they are moving tanks, they are moving trucks, they are moving uh, all in silence, you know. That's mm. why I have a big hope and they are not telling you anything, but the army is ready. They, they are occupying strategic positions in Brazil already. Big cities and borders. So, why, they, why they are taking borders? Because uh, there will be a if it happens, there will be a retaliation from governments like Venezuela or, or all the... Because Brazil is surrounded by socialist countries. Socialist communists, yeah. Yeah, so... That's what's happening. So do you think at at the end of the day that Bolsonaro will in fact be leading the country again? Do you to be it? honest with you, it that's why I said it's a box of chocolate. I cannot mm -hmm. affirm, I cannot affirm, but I have 100% hope and 95% uh, certain that something is going to happen. 95 but the, th the thing is, what day is today? The 10th, right? Yep. Uh, in two days, Lula da Silva, the Labour Party guy, will receive his uh, certification as president of Brazil by the Supreme Court in two days. Right. And he his inauguration... The Supreme Court appointed by him. Yeah, exactly. And the inauguration is on January 1st. Mm. So my prediction is something will happen and that's my hope in these few days before he gets the certification before he gets certification yeah yeah but even though if he's doing something wrong by a wrong court that doesn't doesn't mean that we cannot do anything you know and he the military it. is fully on the side of bolsonaro yes they are in, of in course there, there are a few generals there they are watermelon you know what the the, the expression of watermelon yeah, green on the outside, red on the inside. Exactly. Some mm. of them are watermelons. Sure. Uh, but most of the military and the police in Brazil are, are Bolsonaro. Uh, I just forgot what I was talking about before. Uh, my line of what, what I was saying before. Not sure. What do you mean? No, and then you said something about the military if they are with Bolsonaro, but, no. was, but, but I was saying something before. Well, you were talking about the military being sitting up along the borders. Yeah, and uh, so if it doesn't happen in two days, we still have a hope that happens mm -hmm. until uh, December uh, 31st. The first of January, right? Yeah. yeah, because it's the inauguration day, right? Right. It's just like crazy, Mark. I, I'm getting really, really uh, sad about it. And the only hope I got was yesterday when Bolsonaro, for the first time, broke the silence. I told you about it, right? Hmm. And uh, in the end, he said, don't worry, we gonna win this. And that's and that gave me some uh, more hope, you know. So, what do you think if 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 Bolsonaro doesn't rise uh, through all of this, 
and De Silva takes over, do you think it leads to civil war? I think it will because the uh, the biggest uh, business in Brazil is the AG, the agricultural business, you know? Right, sure. They already said if it happens, they're going to shut down business, stop production. Uh, truckers will block roads and Brazil is going to be stopped uh, for anything. Uh, right. So, right. And and Lula, before he's even uh, before he's even a president, he already approved in Congress the co corrupt Congress uh, is not the new elect Congress until for January first is the same Congress in the past. Yeah. He already approved uh, 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 like a an amendment to the Constitution to to let Brazil government. Uh, uh, spend over uh i think 50 billion or more mm -hmm. just to start just everything that bolsonaro did in four years privatizing companies uh getting the government smaller you know and everything that conservative conservative people do he is destroying in the first day right <clears throat> so gudo let me ask you on a personal level if worst case scenario comes to be and it devolves into civil war what will you do will you stay here or will you go there to be honest mark i i wish i was there yesterday or a month ago i bet I yeah bet. I, like i i i joined protests with you here in canada fighting for my country canada and I would like to do the same with the Brazilian people because I'm a patriot for both of these countries. Right. I, I, I wish the best for both of these countries. And I was talking to my brother-in-law who is camping in, in the capital. said, mm -hmm. ah, man, I wish I was there. I really want to go there. Right. If there is a civil war, to be honest with you, uh, maybe I will. I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm. I will join forces because I don't want to see my family or friends being mistreated or uh, abducted right. by the communist uh, government, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is the scenario we have for Brazil, if this happened, is chaos, totally chaos. And uh, I hope the truckers, the businessmen and the AG, AG business they do the right thing because they're going to stop Brazil if, if this guy uh, takes power in January 1st. Well, so, so this is, I think on a, on a global scale, this is very important. Yeah, that um, was what I was saying. For, for, for what we're fighting for as well. Like we're all in this together regardless of where our homeland is because globalism is infecting all of our nations. And there's a defense happening right now um, of of patriots defending their countries and defending their nation states, and so we have to keep a close eye on on states like Brazil where this is happening. It it may be one of the <coughs> one of the first that goes through this, and, and it might be a real clear indication of where we're headed uh, if if we can't stop all this nonsense before it gets to that point. I don't know if I misunderstood you, but Brazil is not the first one. It's the last one because Canada has Trudeau, 
The United States has Biden. So Brazil, uh, Brazil is one of the last ones. Uh, that's why I said it's the last. Yeah, I, I hear you, but it's moving a lot faster than than anything that's happening in Canada or the U.S. or even in Europe. And another thing I forgot to mention, I don't know uh, if the Constitution of Canada or the United States say something about the military, but in the Brazilian Constitution says when the powers, there are three powers, legislative, judiciary and executive powers. When these powers, one tries to over uh, do or overtop the other one, when there is no harmony in the powers or anything that breaks the constitution of Brazil, the military forces are in duty to to guarantee the constitution and the law in Brazil. I'm not sure about Canada, uh, Canadian law. Is, is like that too or not? Well, yeah, I mean, let's face it, our military both in Canada and the United States, all take an oath to defend the Constitution and defend the rule of law. So if people are acting outside the rule of law, then I would suggest that the military has a duty to, to step in. Yeah, but my question is, is it a duty or is it the Constitution? No, That's I would say it's probably question. more of a duty than... But in Brazil, it is in the Constitution. It is right. written there. So uh, we have the, the Second Amendment in the United States where people can bear arms and form militias. We don't have that in Brazil, but we have instead we have the military to take over uh, when something like that ra- uh, happens, you know? Right, right. Hmm. Interesting times, Gudo. Yeah, I'll my be, friend, uh, I hope the next time we talk, we have Bolsonaro back. I yes. Really hope. Yeah, so let's let's plan for that. Uh, let me know if there's something major that's happening. Uh, you have to point it out because I don't see very. I see very little about Brazil on my feeds. Um, let's do something. Keep me posted. Let, let's do something. Uh, if Bolsonaro <coughs> takes over, or if Lula takes over and there is a civil war, yeah, uh, your organization can pay me a ticket, and then I'll be a reporter every day there okay <laughs> all right sounds sounds like a good idea yeah i i'm ready to to go to war so i can go there and and, and send you live streamings every time What's sounds like a, a great idea we'll discuss this we'll see where we'll see where it all takes us okay my thanks you know i really appreciate it uh and it's a good thing that you got in touch with me and gave me shit about not talking about it because it does need to be talked about so that's exactly. good exactly Stay on top of me. It was a pleasure uh, being with you, my friend. All right. We'll have you back again real soon. Thanks, Kudo. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. All right. So that's our good friend, Gudo Pentiato. And uh, that's what we wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, And it is important. Um, Of course, they're, they're defending against globalism as well. Um, and of course, fraudulent elections, and <clears throat> these globalists, these communists, these fascists will stop at nothing. There's no corruption too deep or too thick that they won't try to incorporate to get what they want, to achieve what they need to achieve. Um, 
they'll stop at nothing. And, and that's why it's so incredibly important that there's countries like Brazil uh, that are defending their national sovereignty. And, and it does come down to <coughs> domestic elections and domestic issues um, because it's about the people ultimately. And if the people can see that, that the elections are fraudulent, that the corruption is super deep and super thick, then it's up to the people to stand up. And it's going to be interesting what happens in Brazil. Uh, and we're seeing it around the world. We're, we're seeing it, you know, we see it in Australia and New Zealand. We've seen it, in, and of course, in the Netherlands. Um, we're seeing these attacks. And, and, and none of this is a surprise. I mean, even Uncle Klaus Schwab had said in a video a year ago, maybe longer, uh, that the <coughs> the world's population is going to get a whole lot angrier. Well, of course it's going to get angrier because it's these populations, these these patriots, these nationals are being exposed to extreme corruption. I mean, just look at our government, for example. <laughs> we used to be the light in the world you know, for, for non-corrupt government and, and for fair elections and for democracy and for freedom. And it's all gone to shit. Even in Canada, United States, it's, they're, they're literally giving it away. And this is what I always say, because they need to destroy the values of Western civilization in order to achieve their goals. And so when you're attacking those values that so many people have taken for granted and in our case have never had to fight and defend. Well, when you start taking them away, there's a certain amount of the population that's going to say, absolutely not. You're not taking my freedoms. You're not going to take these God given rights of mine. And, and sooner or later, there's going to be conflict. That's why I've always said they have us on a very dark path. And don't kid yourself that it can't happen here. Brazil could be on the brink of a, of a revolution, of a civil war, because of fraudulent elections, because of fraudulent um, parties and, and communist parties. And don't think it can't happen here. I mean, the corruption that we're seeing in our government and throughout the establishment, federally, provincially, municipally, is, is something we've never seen before. And people are getting pissed off, very pissed off. And, and so they have us on this dark path. And again, I hope that we can resolve this all, you know, peacefully and, and through the political uh, system or apparatus. That's my hope. Uh, can I guarantee it? No, I can't. And uh, and they know it and they expect it. We've saw in the last decade and a half police forces buying army vehicles, assault vehicles. What are they preparing for? What do they know that the rest of us didn't know? or at least some of us didn't. Well, they, they know that 
more and more people are going to get pissed off at what they're going to try to do. This is tyranny on a global scale through global governance and the, the destruction of Western civilization and everything it represents and all of the values that so many of our soldiers died giving the ultimate sacrifice defending. And when you're going to attack those values, the values of, of freedom and liberty and justice and sovereignty and equality under the law and prosperity and truth, when you attack those, yes, there's going to be people <coughs> that get really upset and really pissed off. That's that's natural. And as I said, hopefully we can we can resolve this. Hopefully we can get through this without that sort of thing happening. But if it can happen somewhere else, it can happen here. And uh, that's why I, I work my ass off, hopefully informing enough people that that we can we can stop this insanity and this nonsense before it gets to the point of, of violence because it's inevitable. If they continue on the path they're on, it's inevitable. Yes, the camel is wobbling right now, Uncle Fact Checker. A major psycholo psychological operation has gone down on the masses. Yes, it has, Sunflower. Absolutely. Yes, those are UN military war vehicles. Well, I mean, they call them police vehicles, but they come straight out of military <coughs> industrial complex. So anyways, uh, that's in, that's going to be a wrap for tonight. I just wanted to uh, to talk a little bit about that to bring Gudo on. I'm probably going to be live on Monday, possibly tomorrow. You never know. But definitely on Monday with the leader of the Buffalo or the president of the Buffalo Party. Um, so I'm looking forward to that discussion. Um, Chris Carley. Uh, president of the Buffalo Party in Saskatchewan. And we'll see what he has to say, and uh, we'll have a decent chat with him. And then coming up sometime in next week, uh, I'm going to have Rob Boudelier join us again. Rob's obviously a very strong uh, gun rights advocate and uh, defender. So uh, looking forward to that interview. And uh, possibly a couple of others. So stay tuned. It's going to be a busy week upcoming. And uh, we'll carry on. But that's going to be a wrap. So thanks, everybody, for joining. Thanks for sharing the stream out and uh, helping me bust through the shadow banning. Uh, like I said, I got, I think, 10 more days of this shadow ban. And uh, then hopefully it'll be lifted and we can get some more people into the chats. We had... Uh, up to 150 here at one point, so that's decent. But yeah, I can always tell when I'm shadow banned, it, the numbers go way down. So a couple of weeks ago, we had almost 400 in here. So anyways, that's going to be a wrap. Thanks, guys. Love each and every one of you. And remember, globalism bad, nationalism good.
ready to pay your dues. Oh God, come back home. This crazy world is filled with liars and abusers. Need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now.